hello, hello. Happy motherfucking Monday. It is me. It is Kristen. It's Kiki Bangs. Back for more. Um, this process of starting a podcast, having a podcast, has proven to be such a, like, learning, such a learning experience already. And one big thing that I've really learned is that I did not really pay attention in journalism school like I thought that I had learned, like, like, like that I thought that I had did, had done. Oh my God, see? I had to take a real, I had to take a lot of classes to get a journalism degree and I had to take a lot of classes that were a lot more than just, you know, writing and I actually have like a combined degree. So it's like English and journalism combined. And so I am very heavy on the like, um, like the writing, the reading, like the actual like word verbiage part. And then there's another part of my journalism degree that is kind of based in, you know, um, the production of creating content and that's where I just did not really pay attention and I wasn't really as interested in because I I never really thought that I would use it and so now like I'm trying to record this podcast and it's just me I'm it's just like right now it's just me in my room with my iPhone headphones my iPhone 11 that I think is like very like um, high tech and savvy, but it's really not. It's one of the, I can barely use the fucking thing. I like take screenshots all day long of things that I don't mean to. Like I can barely get it to turn on sometimes. Um, it's like always making weird noises. I just scream at Siri from across the room and hope that it just like tells me what it, what I, whatever the fuck I want it to tell me. But like, I don't even have a computer. I, if you listen to the last podcast, you, should have heard what happened to my computer and I never replaced it because I was like, well, I don't really need it because I'm not, I'm not like looking online really. I mean, anything that I wanted to do, I could have done on my phone. And so now that I just have my phone, I don't know how to like edit content. I don't know how to, I could, yesterday I was trying to upload what I had as far as podcasts go to my friend Jackson. And I was trying to like send in the, like the attachment in an email and it was like too big and I was like well what do I even do like if that if if the one way that I know how to send an attachment in an email doesn't work I'm like I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know and so then I had to like figure out how to get something onto like my google drive which you guys are probably listening to me like yeah everybody knows how to put something on a google drive but it literally took like me and another person to like figure this out and so I'm really having to like take like steps back and realize that Um, these are extremely humble beginnings and the visions that I have for this podcast and where I would like to see it go, especially within the next year, it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take so much work. So I'm very thankful for all the help that I've had so far. Um, the intro that you heard was done by my good friend, Paul, um, GFL Paul, good for life, Paul. He is, um, someone I've known since I was, um, since he was kind of little, I was in middle school and he is doing really big things on the East coast right now. And so I'm really, really excited that he has given me, um, some, some music to work with that I, he's given me a theme song. I don't know if it's really a theme song. It's not a theme song. Cause when I think theme song, I think like, you know, cheers or friends or, you know, something cool. Um, cheers that's funny but that's just music so but it is it's my intro beat um I also have been getting a lot of help from my friend Jackson who is I think he's like a um he's some sort of engineer producer of of sound and he's been offering me a lot of help he sends me um good articles to read that I skim through and that I promise to read I promise to read this if you're listening to this Jackson um and do like real, real research because um, I have a lot to learn. But with that being said, 
I bring all this up because I recorded an entire podcast yesterday with my friend Andrea, who was here. I'm, I'm really disappointed to tell you that the entire podcast is unsalvageable. The audio is so terrible that I, I cannot use it and Jackson cannot fix it and it cannot be fixed and it cannot be saved. It's so bad that I can't even listen to it. So I don't even know what happened, but we were sitting in my room and everything was fine. Um, and the whole time I was recording, I knew that there was an echo because I could hear it. And I, I don't know what I thought. I guess I thought like, because I could hear it that like, I, that would, it would like somehow it's like, even though I could hear it, I really didn't think that it would record it that way. I thought it was just like a weird, you know, um, like playback. And it straight up sounds like I'm standing on a fucking mountain and I'm yelling down into this mountain valley underneath. And it's like yelling things back to me. Like it's so bad that it's like an instant replay after every single word. And so I was so naive and I was like, oh, I'm sure that like Jackson can just like strip half of it away, you know? And it was just like it, and we'd be left with just one, one, uh, one saying one, uh, whatever, you, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. And he was like, no, this is completely unsalvageable. It sounds terrible. And it does, it does sound terrible. So then I got up this morning, um, and I was like, okay, plan two, I'm going to have my sister just come on the podcast. Andrea is going to come back on in a couple of weeks after we turn, um, after the new year, right before my birthday, right, right before her birthday. And we're just going to talk again about, um, some of the things that we talked about yesterday so I can keep it very authentic. So it can, it can stay, um, to the level of creativity and whatever the hell else you want to say about it. But so it stays like true to its nature. I didn't want to force it. And so this morning my sister called me um, and we started to do another podcast. And then somehow I still kind of fucked it up and it stopped recording midway. And then in the middle of it, I was like, oh my God, I'm so anxious. I cannot do this anymore. Like I was so like jittery that I thought I was just going to blow out of my seat and like through the ceiling of my room. And I was like, I can't do this right now. And so I just fucking stopped. And here we are. So this is my third take of this episode. And with all this going on, I've been thinking all day about how I'm such a delicate ecosystem. I am. I'm a delicate, delicate ecosystem. Because, and I like to think that I'm not. I like to think that I'm very much so like, um, like, I, like I could withstand all the elements of life, but I can't. And here's why. Because at any given moment, I need the right amount of food. And I need the right things. I need like a very specific food. And I need, I, I, do, the, I do best when I eat the same thing. I eat the same toast every morning for breakfast. Sometimes I eat it the exact same way. I've had the exact same breakfast every year every day for years, for years and years and years. I've had toast. When I wasn't a vegan, I also had eggs with my toast. But then, you know, I cut out eggs and I was like, oh, I'll just replace it with something. That's like, no, no, no. Still fucking toast. That's it. Toast, coffee. The same coffee, black coffee. I can switch it up between different kinds, but then it's like some, some kinds of coffee make me a little too jittery. Other kinds like don't really do enough for me. So then it's like, okay, Now I got to find a a specific coffee that I can drink. And then it's like, okay, also, let's not get too crazy, but I need the exact right amount coffee. So I need just enough, but not too much, because if I have too much, then it's like all hell breaks loose. And a situation like this morning happens, and it's like, oh my God, anxiety attack. I don't know. Then, continuing on with this, I like to eat at this about the same times every day. I get hungry at about 2 o'clock, 1.30, 2 o'clock. I'm starving. I'm starving. I need to eat. And I need to eat like usually I do best when it's my biggest meal in the middle of the day. I like to eat a very veggie heavy meal. I know. I know. 
it's pretty bad. Um, I also need to make sure that I get enough sunlight, I get enough sleep. I like to get at least seven and a half to eight hours of sleep. I need water. Most of the time I need a coconut water just because I'm usually a little dehydrated, especially like now in the winter and the fall. I can't stay hydrated. I'm always like, my lips are always chapped. They're always dry. I'm never like hydrated. I don't know what it is. Um, I need enough sunlight. I'm like a house plant. I need sunlight and that is very difficult because I don't get a lot of that now. And then it's like, if I don't get enough sunlight, it's like, you know, I teeter on the edge of seasonal depression just like all the time. And it's like one thing and, and just like the ship will break, you know? And so I have all these factors and I'm like, God, it is just so difficult for me to get through my days sometimes. And it's like, I, I, I really didn't think that it was like that. But I'm proving, I'm proving to be, I'm proving to be very difficult. And sometimes I just, I wake up and I do all the things that I know that I need to do. You know, I get all my food, I get all my, all my, all my drinks, I get all my sunlight, I get all my vitamins, I eat at the right time, I drink enough coffee, and then I still wake up and I'm like, oh great. I'm anxious today and today's just going to be a really weird day and I'm going to be on edge all day and then something's going to set me off like loud music. Sometimes, you know, the music thing, I'm getting really sensitive to noise in my old age of 24 and, you know, 50 weeks or something because sometimes um, I'm having a fine day and then I'll be like in the car and I have like my music just like absolutely blaring through the speakers and three cars down can hear fucking Drake going and I'm just like, I'm in like my own mini concert and I'm completely unfazed and I can't even hear traffic or an oncoming car and I just like sit there and I'm like at a red light and Drake is pumping through my veins. But then I'm, I get home and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so irritated. I, I have to turn the music off right now and then I have to like shut the music off. I have to sit in my car. I have to close my eyes. And then I have to take a couple deep breaths and then I can move out of the vehicle. But that happens to me kind of a lot. And I don't know if it's because all day long I have like interactions with people. I wake up and there's an interaction to be had. I go to work, there's a thousand interactions to be had. I go to my other job, there's a thousand more interactions to be had. I come home, there's an interaction to be had. And then finally, at the end of the night when I lay in my bed and I say, Alexa, turn on my Tibetan singing bowls. I'm pausing to see. I'm listening to Alexa because I accidentally turned it on. No, no, turn off. <laughs> Alexa, turn off. Okay, shut off. See what I'm telling you about? That's like the height of the tech, like of the technology that I that I can have in my power. I have two things that are, like, kind of bougie as far as, like, technology go, and they're really not that bougie. It's my Alexa, and it's this light bulb that I have that, like, when I flip the lights on, it connects to my Bluetooth on my phone, and so Spotify will play through the light bulb, which is honestly pretty fucking cool. It takes no effort on my part absolutely none sometimes it just it gets like disconnected and I have to figure that out but usually I can connect it usually and then it's like all I have to do is flip the lights on and my song plays any song I want on Spotify and so that's usually enough technology for me I usually I do pretty well managing those two sectors of my life but I am disappointed that I have to do this again and that everything that I created yesterday with Andrea, we cannot use because um, it was going to be really, 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 really fun for everybody to listen. But alas, it will happen again. Um, I'm not worried about it. There will be many more times um, where Andrea can come on the podcast and then we're going to just dive into this right now. And so... Um, earlier I was at yoga and I was, okay, going to a, a new yoga studio is a real fucking ego killer. 
It is. It's an ego killer. Everybody should really switch it up and go to different studios if they're um, like a yogi. Because I don't know about you or anyone listening who, if, if anybody goes to yoga studios um, quite frequently like I do. But I get kind of like, I get in my like, um, in my habits. I, you know, I just told you that I'm a, I'm a creature of habit, even though I like to pretend that I'm not. But I get into like such a habit to where I have like, I go into a yoga studio, I know exactly where I'm going, I put my mat down in the same vicinity, usually, sometimes I like to switch it up, and I do that, I do so consciously, but not very often, I tend to lean towards one side of the room, I pick my spot, I know what the beams look like at the top of the room, I know what the walls look like, Um, I know where the lights are, I know where the clock is, and then everybody else around me, like, I don't really mind about the people, but I get and I also like I was using like the same locker for a while so I put my I put my stuff in the same like kind of spots and I don't are people like this like am I just like really weird am I just like kind of off the wall or does everybody do this stuff like I want to know so you guys like write like text me like fucking find me on Instagram let me know because I'm I'm very much so like confused by this not confused I've just I've learned to embrace it but I want to know And so when I have to go to a new yoga studio, um, things are just like wild to me because I don't know where to put my stuff. I don't know where the bathroom is. Um, I had to put my boots in a new, in my, in a new cubby hole. Um, I had to put my purse there and it's like, well, is my purse going to be fine here? Where are your lockers? You don't have like lockers. And also it's like, and then I have to go into a new room. There's so many new things to look at. There's new beams on the ceiling. There's a new mural on the wall. The teacher's different. Um, um, today was really strange because it was like, it was like we were like the fucking sea and that's been parted because we're all like half the room is faced, is facing the middle of the room and the other half is like facing the other half of the room. So we're all just staring at each other and I'm like, oh, I don't really like this either. Um, because I also, I was late. That's also, that's another thing, but we're all staring at each other. And, and, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's very hard for me to tune into my own body and, um, my own thoughts and my, whatever the fuck else is happening within when all I can think about is, it's not even like I think about being in a new space. It's that it's just, it is. And so it's like, I don't know. It's, I'm sure that it's like, I never went to a different school like growing up, I was never like a new kid. I went to the same school my entire life with the same people my entire life with the same, like 25 people my entire life. And so I don't, I, I'm sure that it was like being a new kid. You just, you go there, everybody else knows what, you know, where they're out. They have like a relationship with the teacher. Um, they're very into what the mural looks like on the wall. I'm sure they know where the bathroom is. And then it's me like, Oh, I'm late. I don't know where to put the blocks. And so I feel bad because I didn't put the blocks away today, but they were already there waiting on me. And I was like, I don't even see like a house for the blocks. And so I just left them there. I just left them in the room and I just left. And I always, I leave without talking to anybody. People are probably like, who is this bitch? who just like comes in, shows up late, puts her mat down, leaves her blocks around, doesn't even look at anybody, doesn't smile, leaves. And it's not because I'm like, oh, I don't really want to have a, you know, relationship with these people. I don't want to feel at home here. I'm just really trying to like feel out my, my surroundings, my situation, the vibe. And then I just had to go and stare at half of a room full of people doing yoga. And it was a real ego boost today because I realized that I haven't done much core work. And so Um, in like a while, I was going to Pilates like every other day, um, over the summer when I had lots of time. Now I have no time and it's just like, uh, so much is happening, (sighs) whatever, but I haven't really been focusing so much on my core strength. Things come and go, things come and go. And so I'm like doing all this stuff. And I'm also like, these people are fucking staring at me from the other side of the room, from the other side of the room. I was also driving to yoga and I was thinking about, I was just thinking about different things in my life. That's been a very big general theme. I've been kind of like, you know, the end of the year is coming, the end of my, you know, first quarter of life is coming. 
um, to, well, I guess it's coming to a beginning because I'm about to turn 25, but the quarter of the year is coming. Um, the decade is ending and I've just been, you know, in this place in my life where I'm thinking about what I want to do more and more and more and just reflecting back and, and I don't know, it comes with the winter time. I usually am pretty good about, you know, uh, living in, you know, right now and then the past is whatever, but it is good to reflect sometimes to, to see your progress and, and where you've, you know, where you've come from and where you're going and, and all that stuff. And I'm sitting in the car and I was thinking about this experience I had over the weekend. And I was at this party and I met this guy and we were, um, you know, texting later after the party and we're like, da 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 da, you know, you want to meet up, da 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 da. And um, I was like, no, no, I'm home, I'm home. And we're like talking, we're getting to know each other a little bit, even though we're probably both a little like, you know how, you know how like conversations are when you've been drinking, you know, you don't even really know what's really happening. And so one thing that always happens to me, that always happens to me, and I fucking hate it. I actually started a list before this podcast. It was called Things That Must Die in the 2020s. And the first thing I wrote on this fucking list is, I quote, men who say, oh, wow, you're like flexible then. And I just, yes, this needs to fucking die. Because I was having this conversation and this guy seemed really nice. And then he hits me with the, oh, so you're like really like you must be, like, flexible then. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? You don't have any other lines for me? Yeah, I fucking am. I fucking am flexible. I'm very flexible. But we don't have to talk about it right now because now it's like... (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. So I was sitting in the car and I was thinking about it and we were, you know, um, I was thinking about that conversation and I was like, I fucking hate men. I hate them. In 2020, I'm not going to date anybody. I'm not going to date anybody. I'm not going to go out with anybody. I'm not going to do anything. It's just going to be me. I'm going to focus on me because men are shitty until I can figure out the type of dude to go out with without the shit happening to me. I'm not going to go out with anybody. And so I'm like thinking, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. Um, 2020 is all about, you know, me. It's all about me. So I get to my yoga studio, get in sitting down and the first thing I do the first thing after I look at the new beams on the ceiling of course I look across the room there's a hippie there's a hippie dude which I'm not usually into like real like hippie dudes it's just I don't know what it is maybe later in life but right now I personally like to be like the the self-proclaimed like hippie of the group of the two people of the couple um I don't know like too much hippie in one relationship for some reason makes me feel like like overpowered and just kind of like (laughs) I don't know but there was this hippie and he had the best forearms god they were beautiful they were just like perfect forearms and I would look over and I was just like damn like Jesus Christ like those are some nice ass arms. You have some beautiful forearms. And then like the whole time I was like, I just said like, come on. Like I just had this conversation with myself in the car. I said no more. I said no more. And that's just who I am. That's who I am in a nutshell. It's like, you know, you can't really stop. Sometimes you just can't stop. You can't stop who you are. But then I started to go a little bit on a rant and I, I thought of some other things. Um, so, sorry, I'm like reading my list. I was thinking about other things that must die in the 2020s. And I wrote being scared to take up space. That's a really good one. That's a very healthy one. But then I wrote antlers on cars. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> I was just like, for some reason, my mind keeps going back to the black eyed peas. And I was like, oh, the, t- the 2010s are dying. The, 20- the-, the black eyed peas are going to die. Like everything dies with the black eyed peas. But I think the black eyed peas kind of like fell off a while ago. So apparently my big association um, that I should really explore is... Um, um, uh, the black eyed peas in the 2010s and, um, antlers on cars. 
I don't know. And then I, I have lots of like little, um, little scribblings, which I don't usually do. I usually have no notes when I do this. I'm not really a planner. I don't plan, um, I don't plan anything in my life. Usually a little bit, a little bit of a rough plan, but I kind of did, I did, um, a little bit of like a 2019 in review. Cause I was like, well, what have I done this year? Like I've done some really big things. I got a really, really nice message, um, from a friend that I've known, um, for a long time, right before I sat down to record the third episode of the, the third try of the fourth episode of Kiki Bangs. And it was like, you know, I think it's really awesome that you're, you know, starting a podcast and if this is kind of like your, you know, your journey of self-discovery and, um, it's a, it's a huge thing to, to be from where you're from and, and be able to reflect on that and, and leave that bubble because not very many people from where I'm from do leave. And Andrea and I really talked about this yesterday about how like, you know, being from where we're from really skews your view. And this has also been like kind of a big theme lately in my life. And it's, it comes down to even like little things like, you know, different, you know, clothing brands. Like I didn't even really have much of my own personal style until I left, until I left, um, Ohio. Like I didn't even know, you know, people still at home, like don't know what it means for me when I say I'm a vegan, which is like it, Portland is the number one city in the world to be a vegan. And so when you say, oh, I'm vegan, somebody will, you know, no one, blinks an eye no one bats an eye because you know everybody's here is a vegan everybody here fucking shops at you know new seasons they shop at whole foods they're you know their cashews have been picked by the hands of jesus christ himself and and no one thinks anything of it but you know i go home and i'm like i'm vegan and straight up my grandma still says okay well do you eat turkey and I'm like, no, that's an animal. And we go through the list of animals every single time. And I'm like, no, 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 no animals. And people are like, people are really confused. You know, I grew up on a farm until people say, well, well, well then what do you eat? I'm like, well, I just eat vegetables. And in a nutshell, like, yes, it's true. But no one, no one at home is just like popping over to Trader Joe's like I just did before this because I was craving vegan cashew kale pesto to put on my spaghetti squash noodles and whatever the fuck else that I could think of. And I had a box of produce delivered to my door this morning. And so I'm living so privilegedly. Is that a word? Privilegedly. Yeah. And... I'm forgetting, I'm, I'm not forgetting, I always know that I've completely changed my life and I've had to adapt to, you know, new situations and, and a lot of times it is hard for people to relate back um, to, to, to this and to me and, and there is kind of a, a wedged gap. And it, this happens like when you start to travel and when you start to, you know, think differently and do things differently, you, your viewpoint changes and you know my view is always is always changing and it's always being expanded and that's the hope that I have and you know that's why I want to continue to travel and and to keep writing and to keep seeing new people and that's why this podcast is really important to me and I have like a love of I, like, I have a love of doing this. My dream was always to have my own, like, TV show. And I would pretend to, like, um, like interview fake people when I was growing up. And I would, like, stand on my toy box. And when I wasn't pretending to be in the CIA, I was pretending to, you know, do these mock interviews. And that was one of the things that, like, that was the driving factor into getting a journalism degree that I'm, that I'm not, I guess now I'm using. This is me using my journalism degree. But anyway, I got this message from this from this person, and I think a lot of times we all overlook we overlook the things that we're doing because it doesn't really seem like a lot, and that's not fair to ourselves. And I know personally, I have a really hard time with this. Like, I have a really difficult time 
looking at my life and looking at my accomplishments and saying, yes, these were big things that I, that I did. And I'm proud of that. Um, because to me, it's just like, I need to like keep moving. Like I keep, I need to keep doing more. Like I have a list of things that I want to do. And sometimes there's so many things on this list that I just get overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed and then it, it causes me a deep amount of anxiety because I'm like, I have to do them all and I don't know when I'm going to do them and I don't know how I'm going to do them. But I, I, it's just like, what am I doing? Just sitting here. Like, I'm like, I gotta be, you know, why, why am I not just fucking sailing in the Caribbean right now? Because that's on my list. And so it's like this rabbit hole. And so I did like a little bit of a, of a like 2019 in review, like things I got to do, things I did do. Um, and the first thing on my list is went blonde. This was a big one for me. That was a big thing for me. And becoming a blonde, I really feel, I remember sitting in the chair, my friend Sam was doing my hair, um, and the, and I was just like dyeing my hair blonde. And I've always had brown hair, always had really, really long brown hair. And she dry, she took off the, the stuff and we like rinsed out my hair and I took off the towel and my hair still looked brown, but then she started to dry it and I was like, holy fucking shit. And I looked at myself and it was like an unveiling. It, this was like the biggest moment in my life at that point, which seems dramatic, but it was. I looked at myself for the first time and I was like, this is who I am. Like, that is me. That is Kirsten. Like, I finally felt like myself. And I, I had felt myself like changing and um, kind of growing into like this new person. And it was kind of like, it was kind of like the the ornament on the tree, you know, like it felt really good. And so I started the year with blonde hair and, um, I don't know if I'll ever not have blonde hair. And then I immediately went to Spain. We talked to Spain about that a lot. Um, and then I took my first trip to LA. I had never been to California. Um, I was, I was seeing, um, a guy and I was seeing a guy in LA. So I was like visiting a little bit. Um, I had a lot of fucking avocado toast on that trip. I ate so much avocado toast on that trip. Every morning I would just like walk to go get avocado toast. And it was like me living my best life. Um, I went to Santa Monica. I went to Venice Beach. Um, I went to Venice Beach. I drove all the way to Venice. No, no, no. I didn't go to Venice Beach that time. I went, that was the second time. Okay, I'll get to that. Um, The first trip was the trip with a lot of toast. Um, Then I bought a convertible. The convertible story is a really good story. And I have some time, so... Um, I'll just tell that story really quick. So, um, when I moved here, I packed my four door Hyundai Elantra packed full of shit, full of shit, bags of clothes. Um, I had my plant in the front seat. I had my bed frame, my literal bed frame deconstructed, poking up like from the back window to the car, to the front window of the car. And it was like at an angle. So like if I try to like turn my head, like it was just like my bed frame. Um, what else did I have? I don't even know. Way too many, way too many shoes. I had books, um, DVDs. I I don't even know how I got it all across the country. It's like I, and when I finally like opened the doors in Oregon, like shit just started to like spew out. And in the front seat, I had my plant. I don't know if I said that. I had a couple house plants that I still have. My one house plant, planty. That's what I called it the entire time. And be like, yeah, me and planty are back here doing fine it's still here and I had it. Um, and this car was very loyal to me. I bought it when I was 19 or 20. I think I was 19. Um, I took it away to college. I made the payments. I paid off a car. I paid off a car in the last 10 years. That's pretty huge. That's really huge. Not a lot of people can probably say that. Um, and so I go in to have some standard like maintenance because my best friend Maggie, her papa was like I don't know Kristen I don't think you can drive that car to LA like you need to go get it looked at like something seems a little off it should be fine and so I was like okay great I'll go get the the fucking car looked at like that's super annoying I'll go do it and so I take my car in drop it off go to work um the guy calls me from the car dealership a couple days before I'm supposed to leave for LA and he was like um I don't know how to tell you this but your Hyundai is a death trap. It's a death trap. You can't drive this. 
because I think the wheels are going to fly off at any moment and I can't believe they haven't flown off at any at, at now. I can't believe this car is in this condition and you've been driving and been fine. And I was like, well, that's really fucking insane. That's a huge fucking inconvenience because I'm supposed to leave for the West Coast for like SoCal in like 48 hours. Like what the fuck am I supposed to do? And so I'm like coming up with like, I'm like sitting at home and I'm like moping around and I'm like so mad and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I could fly because I wasn't just supposed to drive to Los Angeles. I was supposed to drive to Las Vegas because I planned a bachelorette party for my friend Tyler and my friends and I were all meeting up for the first time since before I left for college even. And so I was supposed to drive to Vegas and then from Vegas to California And so I'm like moping around my house and Maggie's helping me and we're like looking up all these things um, like like trains to Vegas, planes to Vegas. I was like, I'll rent a car even though I'm not 25. So it's going to be absolutely ridiculously expensive. And it was Um, anything that I could to be like, okay, I, I to get there because I'm determined. I'm a determined person when it comes to vacationing. I am. It's the one thing that I love more than anything in this world that I was not going to miss that trip. I wasn't. And so I moped my way to work. I tried to call off. They wouldn't let me. They were like, sorry, I don't know what you can, what you're going to have to do. Like take an Uber. And so I was like, I took an Uber or something to work. I get to work and I'm fucking pissed off the entire time there, like slinging these nudes. And I'm just in such a bad mood. And I look up and across the street, I could always see, um, there was like a dress barn. There was a Trader Joe's, um, a couple other like little shops. I spent two whole years looking at the this other side of this building and I look up and this girl is driving a Fiat and just sometimes my intuition is so strong that I'll say things like oh I'm just gonna buy a Fiat and it's like I've said it before and I've, I've done it already and that's exactly what I did so I go home and I was like dude Mags I'm buying a Fiat I'm gonna buy a Fiat And so I'm like looking up all these cars. I call a bunch of places. I schedule a bunch of um, like test drives for my car. And the very next day I make my way to Salem, which it was like an hour away from Corvallis. I was living in Corvallis at the time, which was Oregon State's campus. So for those of you who didn't know, I lived on Oregon State's campus for two years. I did not live in Portland the whole time. I've only been in Portland since August. And so I drove to... um, I drove to Salem. I test drove this Fiat. It was a white Fiat, a red convertible top. It was a beautiful day. I tur- It was a stick shift. I haven't driven a stick shift since, I don't know, high school, since I had my first car. Um, and I drove it off the lot. And then the very next day, I drove to California. I drove to Vegas. And so I spent a couple days in Vegas, uh, you know, doing what you do in Vegas. And then I drove to California and I you know, you do what you do when you're visiting California. I drove to Santa Monica. I drove to Venice Beach. I drove to Huntington Beach. And I was so exhausted when I got to Santa Monica. I remember I was wearing like this sweater and shorts and I sat down on the beach and I fell asleep face first, like face down, ass up in the beach of Santa Monica by myself passed out in the sand and I wake up and I was like whoa how long have I been here and I could just like hear the birds and I got up and I walked like a little ways I got a salad at this place um and then I drove home I drove back to um to downtown LA where I was staying and yeah then I drove I drove um I drove from Los Angeles to Corvallis Oregon in one day. I did the entire drive and then I went straight to the bar. I met Maggie. We had a couple shots. I went home, passed out, and then probably went to work the next day. I likely it's, that's like the way that I roll. Sometimes I just live so fast. Um, and then apparently that's the last thing I have on the list, which I know isn't right because I started a new job as an assistant general manager, um, at the end of the summer, I did it. I went to a Shaky Graves concert. I went to a Rainbow Kitten Surprise concert. I went to the Dave Matthews concert uh, at the Gorge, which I go to every year. That's absolutely amazing. Um, I went to Hawaii. What did I? What else did I do? 
I don't know, I started another new job at Brooklyn. I quit my job as an assistant general manager. Um, yeah, so I had a really, really, really big year. I started a podcast. So I have a lot, I have a lot to be proud of. And I think sitting here and looking at the woman that I am now and all the things that I've been through especially since moving to Oregon. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super, super proud of myself. And that's not always easy to say either. It's not easy to say, you know, the things that I've done are good enough. The person I am right now is good enough right now, as is, without being changed, without wanting to change it which is huge for me. Um, yeah. So it's been a really, really big year. Um, I also wrote, I wrote right here. This is kind of a, a, a funny, the, the joke. Okay. So the joke of the year was that 2019, I think more specifically like Portland, but I'm just going to go ahead and say 2019. I said 2019 was the year of financial and sexual prosperity. It was. That's what I wanted. I wanted to make lots of money and I wanted to go out with lots of dudes. That's just what I wanted to do. And I don't know what you want me to do about it, but that's what I wanted. And I made some money. Okay, I did some things. Okay, I'm not <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I did good. Um but then I put that 2020 is the year of me. And so I want to, I made like a little list. I made a little list of things that I want to do. And so I'm just going to read them because I wrote them down. I should just fucking read them to you. Um, I want to use my talents. Duh. I want to uncover more shit inside. Duh. That's what everybody wants to do. If that's not your goal is to come to the, the truest form of who you are, then I recommend you know, looking at yourself a little bit differently because I think going through this life and having no idea who you really are and what your, your true desires are is a waste. I think it's a waste to not even have that discovery. Like it's, it's a waste to not want that at all. Um, I want to travel more. Duh. I have, I have some big trips in the, in the works. Um, I want to drink more red wine. I do. I feel really fucking good when I'm drinking red wine. Red wine is a new thing in my life. I was never really a big wine fan. I didn't really drink a lot of wine until I went to Spain. And then I came back and I became, um, you know, a bartender. And we drink a lot of wine at the restaurant. And we, we drink, like, but we drink, like, nice wine. Um, and so that's really helped me to, like, come into my red wine phase of my life. And so I really want to drink more red wine. And then I want to be better. I want to be better at sending mail. I'm terrible at sending mail. I the other day I was un like I was unpacking this box of things that I had in my Hyundai that I just kind of threw in the back of my closet and forgot about. And I literally had my mom's birthday card from two years ago in there, like perfectly sealed, with a stamp on it, with the address on the front, and the card inside. And I just couldn't get it in the goddamn mailbox. Then I found a second one, the exact same situation, stamped, dated, um, addressed to my friend who had just had a baby. That baby is like two years old now. Just send the fucking mail. Just send the fucking mail, Kirsten. I have my passport that needs sent back in that I talked about last week. Still haven't done it. I have a record in the back of my car under the seats so people don't see it that I meant to send to my best friend, Jared. Still haven't fucking done it. So 2020... My goal is to send the mail that I intend to send. I, this year, I only sent one Christmas gift. I'm not going home for Christmas. So this is going to be the first year away from my family on Christmas Day. I'm going home next month. But um, I sent my mom a really nice gift. But I straight up just had to order it from the, from the package, from the website that I wanted it. I, I emailed it um, from Anthropology so that I don't have to touch it in any way because if I touch it it's like cement and I will have this gift and I it just it won't it will never show up in Ohio so I had to just send it through so 2020 the year of sending mail 
Um, oh, I want to go on a silent meditation, like retreat. Like I really, I want to go, ideally I would like to go to like Thailand or um, India. I would like to do this very traditionally and I want to do um, a silent meditation where I do not talk for a couple of days, like closer to like 10 days probably, um, seven days, seven to 10. So that's a really big one because I don't shut up sometimes and people don't shut up around me. And I'm always, I'm always taking in so much. Do you ever think about that? How much we just take in, we're like fucking huge sponges all the time and no one ever just shuts up to listen. And I think that would be really big for listening to my truest, truest desires. Um, and so I want to do a silent meditation. I want to grow Kiki Bangs and I want to start a blog. So if I keep going at this rate, I'm going to have like 60 episodes at the end of the year. Yeah, because 52, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56. I'll be on my 56th episode by the end of the year. 56, 57, because there's a couple weeks left. That's going to be really, really cool. Um, yesterday, after I set all my fucked up audio to my friend Jackson, he said on my 100th episode, we can do like some bloopers, like from my humble beginnings. And so episode 100, 2021, that's what, exactly what we're going to do, but we got to get there first. Um, I also want to buy a microphone where I would really like to see this going, I'm a big believer in saying the things that you want because I do believe that the desires that you speak, the things that you want to do, the person you want to be, like speaking it into existence is is for real. And I'm saying this because I think that if you're always like spewing, like spewing super negative things, if you're always like you know, my life sucks, everything sucks, I'm miserable, um, everything, I have terrible luck, I have terrible luck, I have terrible luck, like, that's what you're going to believe, and everything is going to go in that direction, like, not necessarily everything, but I do, like, there, sometimes there are just some factors that, there are factors in this, in this life, and especially with the human body and the human mind, that, that's just not true. And there's not one answer for everything because there are just things that happen to us because things happen to us because we're human. We're, we're, we're not indestructible. We're not bulletproof. Things are going to happen. But I do think that if you want to create a negative situation, you will. And so if I want to create something bigger than myself I have to be really clear that I want to so the vision that I have for Kiki Bangs um is to keep doing like the podcast every week um buy a microphone buy a fucking computer so I don't have to do this on my phone um but I I would really like to have like somebody like record like little snippets um, and I want to turn my Twitter into, like, Kiki Bangs, and I want to do, like, the whole, um, like, Call Her Daddy, that podcast or whatever, even though it's, like, fucking vile, um, I want mine to kind of look like that, and I think that would be really fun to have, like, little snippets on Twitter, and then I want to have it connected to a blog, because I love writing, um, and I ha like, some, I'm trying to get, like, back into writing, I bought this journal, yada, 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 like, whatever, um, so, that's what I want to do. I also like want to start like putting recipes on different things that just a lots of different sectors of my life that I have a lot of very broad interests and I want to start like utilizing all of them, um, into one big thing, my life, my, the one big thing is my life, whatever. Um, I want to start to move away from serving noodles. This is kind of a big one. Um, and I think it is really self-explanatory. And then I, I put that I want to start living my truth, which is kind of the whole, the whole basis of that. I'm trying to think, what else do I really want to do this year? I really want to pay off at least one of my credit cards. I want to start to read the fucking list of books that I have that have just, like, scattered around. I have, like, random piles of books that I never read. Um, what else do I want to do? Hmm. I don't know. 
I'll come up with some other things and I'll get back to you. It's a long year. And I, I, I cycle through about a bajillion thoughts every single moment. Um, (sighs) yeah. So I guess in, in turn, um, at the end of this, I am very excited to see where everything goes this year. I'm excited to, I'm really excited to turn 25. I'm really excited to see 2019 come to an end. Um, and I feel really, really good right now. I feel really good right now. And I think I'm just going to end it right there because I'm, I'm trying to come up with the next thing I want to talk about, but really I just talked an hour about, um, about Kiki Bangs, about myself and, oh, you know what? Okay. Somebody asked me the other day where the name came from. They were like, where did, my stepdad asked me first, why Kiki Bangs? Where's this name? And the honest to God answer is when I was last, I think it was like last winter, I was kind of like, I was kind of smoking a lot, like smoking, um, reefer a lot because it is legal. This is, that's a legal activity. I did it completely legally, whatever. I was smoking a lot. Um, and I had like a pen, I had like a weed pen and on the app of the weed pen, you got to like pick a name and I named my, I named my Pax pod Kiki Bangs. And so that's like where the name came from. I just took it over as myself cause I stopped smoking weed. So there's a little more about me. So on that note, <laughs> on that note, um, yeah, come back next week. Um, I think my friend Liz is going to be here. Hopefully we'll have some audio that works. I'm going to buy a microphone this week. I'm going to try to like step up my game a little bit. If you guys have any questions, um, any comments, concerns, shout outs, just hit me up. Just fucking find me on Instagram, find me on Twitter, find me. And, um, yeah, thank you so much. I will see you guys next week.